Galnet News Digest, 7th of August, 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Thargod, Thargoid Link, investigated. Vatterman thrilled as Brandy Blockade breaks. Tharg's invasion plan. Thargod, Thargoid Link, investigated. A week after civil authorities stepped in to stop the persecution of the Fargod cult, the Federal Intelligence Agency has admitted that it's investigating the cult for possible links with the Thargoid invasion fleet. In a statement released on the 3rd of August, the FIA said that it takes seriously allegations that the Thargoid cult may be in contact with Thargoid forces, or at least may be under Thargoid influence. The federal agency says it's working with local security forces to investigate these claims. Footage handed to the Rewired News Channel shows groups of demonstrators cheering as Fargod chapels are raided, and unarmed and unresisting Fargod cult members dragged into armoured vehicles, presumably to help the police with their inquiries. Juanita Bishop, who is a vocal proponent of the Church of the Eternal Void's attacks on Fargod chapels and cult adherents, repeated her claim that the Fargoid church members are Thargoid spies and should all be rounded up and executed. There have also been claims that some civil rights activists have been offering shelter to Fargod cult members, and some non-cult members have been filmed trying to prevent the security forces from completing their duties. This all comes as an unnecessary distraction from preventing Thargoid raids on stations in the bubble. This week, commanders managed to save the box system from attack, with only Plucker Enterprise in Danopi damaged. Thargoid forces have been scouting the CW Ursi Majoris and Kamadenu systems this week, and the brave Aegis megaships have actually deployed the correct systems this time. There now follows a two-day waiting period to see whether attempts to distract the scouts from their work were successful, or if the very hearts of the Federation and Empire are under threat. Vatterman thrilled as Brandy Blockade breaks. Engineer Didi Vatterman has voiced his relief after Lavian Brandy started flowing once more. The Lave system has been in prolonged lockdown, believed to be the result of illegal actions by groups of breakaway mercenaries claiming to act on behalf of the Alliance of Independent Systems, and who object to the system being independent. This has caused almost total disruption to the production of the famous brandy, and has in turn caused problems for Vatterman, who has a celebrated love of the amber nectar, as well as a bit of a drinking problem. Vatterman has described how he was down to his last hundred tons of the brandy, only enough to last the weekend, if he invites a few friends over, when the lockdown was lifted on Sunday night. The Lavian Wines and Spirits Company is appealing for supplies of the famous liquor to be collected as soon as possible, as, with ongoing civil unrest, it's only a matter of time before the authorities are forced to impose another period of lockdown. Engineer Vatterman has pledged to provide engineering assistance to pilots who help him to restock his cellar, adding that Indy Bourbon and Centauri Megagin are to his palate vastly inferior beverages. 
He points out that De Morgue's Bar and Barbecue in Wangal and the Squirrel's Nest Bar in Pleione both carry stocks of Lavian brandy and that, while he couldn't condone illegal actions, he would recommend that commanders carry a manifest scanner, hatchbreaker and collector limpets, and a supply of heat sinks with them, if they happen to be venturing in either of those directions. The East India Company also maintains a stock of Lavian brandy, which they'll exchange with enterprising commanders in return for imperial slaves. And thus, bizarrely and unexpectedly, forces working for Liberal Alliance Prime Minister Mahan can be seen to be supporting the slave trade. Tharg's Invasion Plan Tharg the Mighty, Lord of Polaris, Emperor of the Call 70 Sector, and Prince of the Pleiades, sighs as he surveys the remains of his invasion plan. It has so many scribbles, crossings out and writings in, that it's hard to see any of the original text. It had seemed such a watertight solution. Every week he sends in the scouts on Thursday, spends five days surveying very carefully to make sure the attack squadron knows exactly where the target is, spends two days preparing the battle fleet, and then performs a surgical strike on Thursday morning, when no one's looking. A wonderful piece of theatre, and excellent advertising for the cause. Tharg's plan is not working. The idea is to chase the humans away. They must surely know that Tharg's great-great-great-grandfather was here first, Tharga forming desolate planets, and that Tharg has returned to claim what is rightfully his. He's worked hard to make sure that the humans have somewhere to go. It was Tharg's sensors that caused Jack's station to malfunction and led to the finding of Colonia, in a part of the galaxy Tharg thinks the humans would like. Even before that, he worked closely with the club to establish new homes for the humans in the Conflux, in Hawkins Gap, and in the Formidine Rift. Are they flooding out to start a new life? Out of the way of Thargoid kind? No, they're not. They're stubbornly staying put in the face of all logic. It's not that Tharg minds, but he didn't even receive a wedding invitation from Princess Ashling and that Rochester fellow. The snub didn't hurt. Tharg doesn't sniff back a self-pitying tear. He pulls himself together and starts shuffling through the latest intelligence report from the leader of the Far God cult. So the humans think he's controlling them. Seriously? No. You need Spacebook to control a population. Tharg has no time for social media. And yet, Tharg smiles to himself and starts humming tunelessly. Tharg has a plan. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs>